Apprentices and Acolytes. Come into the Dark Temple today, Season 2, Episode 31. For Unlock the Knowledge, we are revisiting Rogue One and the Last Jedi. Are you ready? Ready up. Ready up. My destiny. Fam, we are less than a week away from Christmas. Wait, is it a week? I don't know. I don't know how to count. <laughs> but your boy is here, and I'm giving you the Star Wars. I'm giving you the knowledge. Wait a minute. Where are we coming from? The Dark Temple. Visited by Mara Jade, Luke Skywalker, Kyle Katarn, and so many other Force sensitives like yourself. It is I, Lord Dagavir, coming in from all across the galaxy to give you the knowledge on unlock the knowledge the star wars podcast that isn't like anything else on the platform fam man i've been listening to so many podcasts recently just to star wars to kind of understand like what's good what's bad what's boring hey and you know what at least i'm a little entertaining so i feel like i have that over me but anyone coming from spotify guess what i talked to anchor we got everything fixed you have all the podcasts up there now it's so it's such a pleasant experience now and we are going to be uploading more i'm thinking about doing even more stuff not just like regular podcasts maybe one day i just want to sit here and talk star wars for like six seven minutes and just talk about a certain thing like you know darth bane or maybe like obi-wan versus obi-wan versus uh darth vader you know or something along those lines any type of tidbit or something that i want to talk about you know we got boba fett coming up maybe i'll do a little thing on here just for the podcast that's exclusive for that to give you more incentive to talk and listen to the podcast and unlock the knowledge and you know what i think it's going to be a great idea so without further ado fam your boy i don't know i was going to call myself the jedi but i used to call myself the modern day sith lord you know because i, I like a little dark side you know right <laughs> i do yeah it's no secret okay but all right listen here Here's the thing. So, everybody around this time, they what they do around like May and June, and then of course December, they everybody has this thing where like, oh, on this day, so and so and so and so was announced. On this day, you know, the new man uh, season two episode four of the Mandalorian came out. Rogue One came out. The Last Jedi and the Force Awakens the premiere, you know, all came out. So. Some people do commentary, some people do stuff. You know, I just want to talk about my experiences. Like, my experience then, and my experience now. And we're going to do that for both Rogue One and The Last Jedi. Because, you know, everybody loves talking about The Last Jedi. <laughs> everybody loves talking about the most divisive film in Star Wars history. And, you know what, It's I think it's not going to change. I think everyone's going to have the same exact discussion for years and years to come. Because, you know what, humans like to talk, right? So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk. So sit down. Strap yourselves in and get ready, baby. So, here's the deal. Rogue One. Do I like it? Um, yes, absolutely. Rogue One is probably my third or fourth favorite Star Wars film of all time, baby. I'm serious, man. You have no idea how excited I was about Rogue One. And then, after the experience, yeah. It was. It instantly became one of my most favorite movies. One of my most watched movies, uh, by the way. Yeah, I mean, the only other movie that I've ever watched as much is probably Return of the Jedi, and of course, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith is my favorite Star Wars film. I remember watching Revenge of the Sith so much that I literally knew every single line in that movie in senior and uh, senior and junior year of high school because I would watch it on DVD in my Batman DVD player every single night. 
I literally looped it so it would keep playing, keep playing throughout the entire morning until I shut it off. Yeah, I know, that electric bill was crazy, but <laughs> you know what? At the end of the day, fam, shoot, man, I just loved it so much. Rogue One, I, I've, I, I, obviously I didn't have the opportunity to watch it as much as that because, you know, when you're adulting, you gotta pay bills and stuff, so you can't just watch stuff all the time. But, fam, uh, there were so many times where I literally just fell asleep and watched it, fell asleep and watched it, fell asleep and watched it. Now it's on Disney+, Plus, so yeah, I can literally just hit play at a click of a button, bring up the app. Disney+, Plus, where you at? Rogue One, it's coming in. And that's what I did, I just played it. And there's so many fun characters, you know, I loved... Um, I didn't love Jin Erso, that's one thing. So I did not like Jin Erso when I first saw the movie. I thought Jin Erso, I'm gonna say it, was a poser. Yeah, I did not like her. Um, she, in the beginning of the movie, she was all like, ah, you know, I don't have the luxury of being political. And then right when all this stuff happens, you know, she's like, oh man, I'm so political now. Let's go, rebellion, you know, F the empire. <laughs> so I was just like, dude, what the heck? She's a poser, man. She wasn't really in it and now she's in it. And, uh, but at the same time, too, you know, that was just me being silly. Um, I, I like her as a character. I, I, I like her now as a character. I enjoy watching her character development. You know, of course, uh, Galen or so, watching her dad and, and everything with that went down with that. Oh, man, of course. And, oh, dude, it's, it's, uh, it's so cool to just to see Rogue One and how it's aged. And I think it's aged so well. And I think it's going to keep aging so well. One of the things that I love about the movie so much is that it's a drama like it just looks like a drama it, it's a star wars film that doesn't necessarily have that same feel as a star wars film it's quite dark and not like super edgy edgy dark right that you know everybody wants that darth vader movie where he goes around and, and, and kills people you know um i actually really wanted a movie like that where he just went around and yeah and hunted down jedi that'd be really cool um but i, I think there's a lot of people that always like harp on like the rated r uh uh, Darth Vader movie, but I'm, I'm not really a fan of that. Uh, but I liked this type of dark, you know? The, one of the first scenes, of course, is, um, it, it's, uh, it's, uh, the, you know, I do Diego Luna, of course, and Cassian Andor, and he instantly kills the, the informant that he has, you know? And I was just like, whoa, rebellion going dark? What the heckers? And there's a lot of people that I talked to after that movie, and they were like, well, I didn't like that. You know, Star Wars is really about good guys versus bad guys. It's supposed to be obvious. But these rebellion guys, these rebels, man, they were actually just as bad as the dark side. And I was just like, well, yeah, that was what well, that was so cool. Um, because, you know, growing up, you know, when you read these comics and read these books about the Empire, man, dude, it is so dark. These movies and, and the kind of lore and the atmosphere of the Dark Times, the Empire, that's why it's called the Dark Times. And you know what? At times, the times get dark. <laughs> and that's why I really loved Rogue One because it put so much emphasis on how hard it was to live and survive during the Empire, you know? And it was so sick to see that there was a, like a very thin line that you have to cross to become like you're, you're a really good guy or you're kind of just like right there before you become like a really bad guy. And that's why I enjoyed it so much because, you know, this guy's killing off <laughs> someone that's literally on his side right there because he doesn't want the information to get out. You know, he doesn't want this guy to leak information, to find out about the rebellion. The rebellion knows about the darks, uh, the Darth, the Death Star. It's just insane. Uh, it's It was such a sick movie. And the space battle, oh my God. Dude, the space battle is so sick. It's probably one of the greatest space battles in all of Star Wars films. Uh, just the way the cinematic looks, it's so gorgeous. Uh, you know, who knows? Maybe Rogue One 
uh, or excuse me, Rogue Squadron will, you know, show that up. Uh, but as of right now, Rogue One, man, it's just so good. Uh, and then, of course, everybody knows the Darth Vader scene. The Darth Vader scene is a classic. Yo, it is just photo, it is photographic forever. In my mind, the first time I saw that, and you're looking down the hallway, and you're just like, everybody knows it. There, there was a silence in that movie theater. And up until recently, I recently saw a No Way Home from Spider-Man, and I have not seen any other movie that has instilled reactions other than Star Wars. It's always been Star Wars. You know, Marvel, of course, has, has its thing going, uh, but that was the most recent film that I had seen, you know, Friday, uh, excuse me, Thursday, or Friday, I can't remember. I, I don't know how to do memories anyway. So yeah, Friday, and I was like, wow, dude, am I watching a Star Wars movie? Because these people are really into it. It's like, it's a crazy reaction. Um, but I remember watching Rogue One, and people loved Rogue One, at least the theater that I was in, and then when Darth Vader was there in that scene, like, everybody knew what was gonna happen. Like, it's just one of those scenes where you're slowly kind of coming to the understanding that all these rebels are gonna die. <laughs> They're not gonna live much longer. And it's so beautiful, you know, you have the fog and the shade and then the, the alarm, the, oh man, dude, that notorious alarm sound that's always just like a siren ringing in your head. Pew, you know, of the rebellion and what's going on. And then that corridor goes so dark and then you hear the of the lightsaber and it pops out and it's Darth Vader and it's red and everybody knows they're just like oh snap and the rebels are like oh snap you know and they're and they're just going up and like open fire and then, yeah bro it doesn't matter how much fire because Darth Vader's coming with the baby <laughs> it, it's just oh man it's such a good scene it is such a beautiful scene uh it's probably one of the greatest scenes in all Star Wars like it is it is up there man and it's ugh, Rogue One is just so good Rogue One is just so good it's such an incredible amount of actors and of course uh, the characters like Krennic, uh, man, I feel like they really hit home. I would love to see that director work on Star Wars again. He was so darn good. The soundtrack, too, is one that grows on you. After a while, when you listen, go listen to it. Go listen to it on Spotify. Go right now. Go listen to it on YouTube. Fam, it is such a great Star Wars soundtrack. Uh, when you slowly start to listen to it, there's just so much implements of inspiration that you can totally tell these people really work so hard on that soundtrack. It absolutely sounds like a star, an extension of a Star Wars soundtrack. And then, of course, you have the deep fake uh, with uh, Tarkin and, and then, of course, Princess Leia, you know? And that was the first time, I think, that we really had seen it in a Star Wars film, um, at least that, to my recollection in the Disney series. I mean, it just looked... Uh, it just looked, uh, to me, it looked good. Uh, I, back then, I thought it looked good. I thought Princess Leia wasn't as good as Tarkin's, uh, but still, I was okay with it. You know, I play video games. I see it all the time in video games, you know, the CGI, so I'm okay. It's fine. It's, it really is. It's fine. I don't, it's not a big deal to me. You know, I know it's, I know it's fake, you know, but whatever. I'm okay with it. Yeah, sure. Give it to me. And it's, it's beautiful. It's so incredible. And I love it. Um... Rogue One is fantastic. I, I don't think there's ever going to be a, a year that comes into the future and I'm just like, you know what, I don't like this movie anymore. No, it's it's not like that. Etched in stone, in my DNA, Rogue One is one of the greatest Star Wars films of all time. In my eyes, I love that thing, man. It is so freaking good. I, if you if you sit here and you watch it, and then you want to watch it tomorrow, and then you want to watch it the next day, and then you want to watch it like for the next like two months, yeah, sure, we can do that. I, I, will, I will not lose any type of value with that movie it is just so good and i'll just continue watching it no matter what fam i'm serious <laughs> so let's get into the last jedi Woo! 
what a topic, man. Are you ready for this? I don't think I've actually I talked about The Last Jedi in a very long time. I think that... No, was I doing YouTube content back then? I think I wasn't. Man, I really have to think about it. I, I, I can't remember. I think I was. I think I was. I think I was starting. Yes, I was starting. And I remember watching The Last Jedi. And here's the deal. All right, so here, here it is, right? So I had just got done being homeless, okay? And literally, the movie was, was coming out, let's see, April. I think I just got done being homeless. So it was that year, and, you know, a couple months go by, and then, of course, uh, the marketing for The Last Jedi was insane. I just remember being extraordinarily, like, unrealistically hyped for this movie. And the trailer came out, and I was like, oh, my gosh, Luke Skywalker? And this is at the time where, like, I still was still learning a lot about Star Wars. I knew a lot, like, as knowledge, but in terms of, like, the Force uh, and philosophy, I still had a lot to learn, and I was still very young in ambition with, like, certain little beliefs of Star Wars. Like, man, and the comics and the books matter. Movies, the, everything's got to be connected, you know? And, and I didn't... I was too naive back then. Um, but through experience, and, and I've become much wiser in my understanding of what the process is and how to... Enjoy Star Wars without getting your hopes up or at the very least like while keeping your hopes up and then just understanding You know what the reality is and accepting it later uh, and, and focusing on just like finding things that you like about it and then going from there, right? So Remember watching the trailer and I'm not someone who watches trailers um, At like I watched the, the first teaser trailer, but I will not watch trailers after that and I remember there was this big Last Jedi trailer that had come out and everybody was like sending me yo react to this react to this react to this Tell me what you think. And I was like, no, no, I can't I can't you know if I watch this I'm gonna I'm gonna know everything about the dang movie, okay? Um, and they were like, oh, yeah, you know, but it, it looks like the greatest Star Wars movie ever and I was like, oh pff, Man, I can't wait now and of course, you know, lo and behold we, we get to the movie I'm very excited. I can't wait Luke Skywalker is gonna be there crazy stuff all these rumors going around Kylo Ren is gonna uh, bring Snoke and then it's gonna be and it's gonna be Kylo Ren and Snoke versus Rey and Luke and I was like oh my god Royal Rumble on freaking Octu let's go fam I'm so down right didn't happen anyway <laughs> anyway uh, the movie starts and I remember the opening scene I was just kind of like shaking my head uh, I didn't like that silly it was very Marvel it was very Marvel-esque with uh, Poe sitting there, and, you know, he's, like, tooling with Captain Hux, and, you know, uh, about his mother, you know, and it just, it just looked, it just, it just sounded really silly, it was off, um, and so instantly, like, I was just like, okay, that's kind of weird, whatever, I guess that's, I guess that's what we're going for, but the movie, like, I, I thought that was, like, really just, like, keeping me on was the movie was beautiful looking, like, the movie was gorgeous looking, I think that The Last Jedi still is, like, one of the best looking like the most beautifully made star wars film i think the rise of skywalker looks really good i love rogue one the way it looks because it's like um old new if that makes any sense the type of resolution it's like in that era of like the 1980s but it looks like it came out in 2020 right it just looks so freaking incredible and i love it oh man it's so sick but the last jedi i kind of wish like every star wars film in the future would build off that and, and look just as good as that at that time because man it looks so good i just remember everything just the blasters and the ships uh everything about the aesthetic just looks so freaking beautiful and i and i hope in the future that the last jedi 
uh, is kind of an inspiration of what Star Wars movies could look in the future, right? So, uh, yeah, we go on, and then, like, uh, Kylo Ren. Man, I was loving every scene in Kylo Ren. Uh, that was one thing that I was loving. Just every, I, just, I just couldn't stop eating up more Kylo Ren, right? And Snoke is in there, and I'm just like, wow, this is really cool. Back and forth between Snoke. And then we finally get to go to Octu and see Rey and Luke. And this was the part of the movie that I was excited for the most. You know, I wanted to see, like, Luke go in there and train Rey, you know. And it, it happened uh, not to the extent of, of, of that I wanted to. The, the one that I want. I really just wanted to see, like, Kylo Ren and and Rey and Luke. That's really that I, that's really that I wanted to see, right? Um, and then, you know, Finn got thrown to the side, and of course, Rose was in there, and then Canto Bite, and a lot of people, uh, didn't like Canto Bite. I liked Canto Bite. Um, I just didn't like how much of Canto Bite was in there when something like Kylo Ren and Luke and Rey was happening, right? Uh, and, but, you know, like, it's, it, it's whatever. Like, now I'm just kind of, right? But I'll, I'll talk about, like, how I feel now about the movie, right? This is just back then. And then... I was, uh, and then I think, uh, the space battle was happening. Oh, yes, that's right. And then Poe, of course. And, oh, man, everything that's going on with Haldo. I thought Haldo was a traitor. The entire time, I was so livid about Haldo. You know, of course, then Admiral Akbar dies. And I was so butthurt about that. I was like, you're gonna kill Admiral, Admiral Akbar? What the heck? You know? And I was, I was so frustrated. And... Yeah, Haldo comes out and, and you know, and she's doing her thing and she's not talking to Poe and Poe's kind of being a punk the entire time. Like he's really just not understanding what it means to be a leader. He's focusing on what he can do and what he's capable of and not what everybody else can do and what they're capable of. And I thought that was a really good lesson, you know, inside his uh, Star Wars movie. I was like, yeah, dude, you know, he's he has so much potential, but he's the guy, he's the star on the team that really is just not learning how to play um, as a teammate. And, and I love that uh, dynamic. Uh, but Haldo, ooh, I did not like Haldo when I first saw the movie. Um, and I did not, I really thought she was a traitor. I thought something was going down and I was looking to try and see what was going on and whether or not Poe was gonna have to step in and save everybody. I was like, wow, that's weird. You know, Poe's being so mean, but it looks like they're gonna make him a hero right now, right? Um, and then of course, and then you get to see more of like uh, what's happening with uh, Ray, and then of course this the dyad thing, but we didn't really know it was the dyad, right? Um, and with Kylo Ren, and it's this funny this conversation that's happening between them. Um, and then of course you get to see like Luke Skywalker and how he was, and oh my gosh, I did not take that well. I did not take that well at all. Um, back then I was I wanted to see like yeah I wanted to see super cool Luke Skywalker, uh, you know, training Ray and passing down the torch, right? Um, and of course, finally, we get to the final parts of the movie, right? Uh, the throne. Oh, so uh, actually, I'll talk about the throne room. The throne room was nuts for me. That's when I watched the movie and and I was lost. I did not know how to feel about the movie because Snoke was there and then he wasn't. Uh, you know, Kylo Ren was was good and then he was evil again. You know, it, uh, and then of course they uh, Ray and and Kylo team up together and they fight the Praetorian guards. You know, Snoke's just floating around with his body, his torsos everywhere. He's like, whoa, what the frick? And I was just like, okay, well, uh, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Can someone explain to me what is happening? Did the main villain just die? Like, what's going on? And then by that time, I know that's so weird, it's so early. 
But I'm thinking about the next movie, like, as I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, what the heck? Is Kylo Ren gonna be the big bad for the next movie? Okay, I, I mean, I guess. I, I I just felt like my world shrunk. Um, and then, yeah, so that happens, and then Crate, you know, they're on Crate, and what goes on there. And then the Luke Skywalker scene. Man, the Luke Skywalker scene was intense. Uh, there's so much in that scene that happens, you're so emotionally attached. And I remember seeing the AT-ATs attack, or the AT-ATs, if you want to call them, uh, whatever, you know, and, and the AT-ATs attack, and, you know, just shooting at Luke Skywalker, oh my gosh! And I was just like, oh my god, they're gonna turn out and he's gonna be dead, you know? And then he wasn't dead, and I was like, oh my god. It's, it's easily, like, for me, the most, like, I'm sitting on my chair, and I have no idea what's happening. Oh my god, why wasn't this the entire movie? <sighs> you know, and uh, the battle plays out the way it does with Luke and Kylo Ren, and uh, I think that entire last scene is a masterpiece. I I, I really do. Um, back then I was not so much. What am I talking about? I'm supposed to talk about that later. Anyway, so yeah, I'm watching it and I'm flipping out. Right, Kylo Ren is doing this this stuff, and he's and Luke Skywalker is dodging like he's Neo from the Matrix. I don't know what the heck is happening. Well, who changed the movies? And uh. Finally, you find out, you know, Luke actually isn't there, and he's actually on Octu. And uh, when he, when he finally goes away, and and the fight is over, and he uh, acts, uh, you know, acts like a decoy, and everybody escapes, I was like, oh, okay, cool, that's fine. You know, he he redeemed himself, and now he's just chilling. And then that scene happens where he's, you know, he's on Octu, and he sees the twin sons. And the Force theme plays, or the Skywalker theme plays, whatever you want to call it, Binary Sunset, right? And then he vanishes, and I was like, "Are you?" Boop! I was, I was, I was like, "Are you kidding me? That's it? That's all we get?" You know? And then the movie ends. Uh, you know, they're all in the Millennium Falcon, and then you know we have everything that we need. You know, that Leia says to Rey with the broken lightsaber. What the flip? And that's how the movie ends. And I immediately went into depression. I was like, how, why did they do this? <laughs> I was, I, I, so I did not like it. I, um, I hated The Last Jedi. I said it, I, I, I used the H word, I did. Uh, back then, I really did not like The Last Jedi. Um, the overall movie, um, I remember watching it um, and then I was so down about it that I literally watched it again right after to kind of, how can I say, validate my emotions, you know, like, am I right? Is, like, am I, am I not liking this right now? I was having a midlife crisis. <laughs> so it sounds so silly, it's just a movie, right? <gasps> Don't say that, it's more than just a movie. So, um, I remember sitting there and I was like freaking out. And, and then, yeah, I was like, I, and, and the same thing, I watched again, and like, there was some stuff that I did like, right? Um, for instance, the Haldo maneuver at the at the first one, I didn't like the first showing. The second showing, I, I, I totally, uh, it made sense. It made sense to me, I liked it. I was like, oh, Poe's right there, he's about to eject into light speed, um, but then Princess Leia comes out, Installs him and then the coordinates are still there, which I assumed and then of course in the novelization you go and find out That's actually what happened. So I was like sick awesome, and then you know Haldo's right there She sees the coordinates punched in and then she punches it and then that's how all that happens uh, You know everyone was like complaining about the sound in space. I didn't care about that. You know whatever dude You know it's, it's a movie be entertaining right and then uh, 
I still didn't like how Snoke died. I still don't like how Snoke died. I still don't like whatever Snoke became of the product that he is. Um, Kylo Ren, I think, is his best movie. There's just stuff that I was like, okay, yeah, okay, so I, I don't like this movie. I actually, this is the first Star Wars movie that I did not like. And uh, I, so do I like it now, right? That is the question. You know, Do I like The Last Jedi now? Um, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I, I like it, right? It's it's not like, uh, it's definitely not like my favorite. In fact, I think The Last Jedi is probably the third least Star Wars um, that I that's on my list, right? So if we're gonna do like from top or the best to work to not as good as everything else, it's definitely like the third lowest on that list, right? Um, and I can say though that as time has gone on, there's parts of the movie that I didn't like before that I like now. Uh, for instance, the entire last scene, um, and like even when like Luke dies, right? Um, but that fight, I wasn't sure if I liked it because Luke didn't really do anything. But as I've gone on, I've appreciated it. You know, like, wow, this is, um, this is probably some of Mark Hamill's greatest acting. In fact, I'm shook that he did not get an Oscar for that. Uh, and I did not think that when I first saw it. It's something over and over and over that I watch that when I watch The Last Jedi, I still get, I, f I still feel emotions. And I, and I feel like that that is a quality of a good movie. I'm, I, you know, I don't really know if The Last Jedi is a good movie. I'm not a director, uh, and I feel like a lot of quality these days is subjective. You know, yeah, you know, I like this anime, but this person hates this anime. You know, I love Revenge of the Sith, but you know what? There's a lot of people that don't like Revenge of the Sith. You know, so it it, it doesn't really matter like what we think is a good movie, what we don't think is a good movie, because I I will feel like you know that's just opinion based. That's not necessarily a fact, right? So. When I look at The Last Jedi, there's a lot of people that don't like The Last Jedi, you know, but there's also a lot of people that do, including my my homies over there in the Dyad, you know, um, uh, Element and Darth Chaco. So, dude, there's there's a bunch of people out there from both sides that can give you so many excuses why they do like it or why they don't like it. Um, Luke Skywalker's character was probably the hardest to adjust to. And at the beginning, I just didn't, you know, I, yeah, sure, I blamed Ryan Johnson, I blamed whatever. Um, but ultimately, like, when I watch it now, I don't, I don't blame anybody. I think that the movie did what it could with where it started. Uh, ultimately, um, I feel like The Force Awakens puts the entire trilogy into a spot. And even before The Force Awakens, it's how the sequel trilogy is established before, you know? When they were creating this, whoever that is, uh, they made a point of Star Wars. They said, hey, we're gonna start here, and this is how the universe is. So that's why you get The Force Awakens there. That's why you ultimately get The Last Jedi, and then The Rise of Skywalker after that, because they picked a starting point, you know? That's where I feel like uh, the the majority of the flaws originate from. You know, it's not from any director, you know, because the directors only can use what their source material is. It starts at the beginning, how the world was created, how the universe was set. Um, and that's what's something that took me, you know, since The Last Jedi came out to understand, you know. Um, the Last Jedi's soundtrack is amazing, um, especially like the spark and, you know, when Luke Skywalker is coming out finally to confront Kylo Ren. That, I think, is one of the greatest scenes in Star Wars. Uh, the way he's walking, 
The sound of it kind of reminisces like the Imperial March, so I feel like it's very Anakin Skywalker. Um, Kylo, excuse me, not Kylo, Rey and Chewie flying through the crystals in Crate. Uh, it sends you all the way back to freaking Empire Strikes Back and Star Tours. Man, it's just, there is a lot of good, uh, potentially good things in The Last Jedi. Do I still, uh, you know, agree or, you know, care to uh, delve more into, like, the character of Luke Skywalker, you know? It's, it's uh, and, and the emotional state that he was in, not really, of course not, you know? Because I don't want to see him like that. Um, but it did give Luke Skywalker an arc. It did give him a story. Um, and I feel like that's why that end scene is so powerful um is it powerfully good is it powerfully entertaining whatever it is it's powerful because it gets a reaction out of people in fact the entire last jedi movie gets a reaction out of people um and i feel like it is literally the most talked star wars movie of all time people i, I yeah I, I think that's actually accurate because people talk about the last jedi all the time um i think people have talked about the last jedi more than any other star wars film in my entire life that i've ever heard you know Revenge of the Sith, people weren't necessarily talking about it unless I was in high school. And even back in the day when, you know, the prequels weren't a thing, um, or even the, the prequels were starting, like, I guess it was like Empire Strikes Back, right? Because, you know, uh, no, I am your father, right? And that's like the big thing, of course, uh, is that. So, yeah, but still, uh, so many years consistently with social media, it's definitely the most talked about Star Wars film of all time, I feel like, at, 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 unanimously right now. Um, but I do like it, you know? I've, I was actually starting to watch it uh, a couple days ago because, you know, it came around that time that it had released. And I was like, yeah, sure, you know, I'll watch it again. Uh, it's Kylo Ren's best movie. I think Rey has actually a pretty solid character uh, arc in there as well, which is a little underrated or at the very least underappreciated um but luke skywalker i feel like is everything in that movie i think he mark hamill was totally oscar worthy man for putting on that performance i think it's the greatest acting i've ever seen in a star wars movie between mark hamill and adam driver with those two just rolling with that man it's incredible the work that they did the job that they did uh and yeah i mean like it's like, it's, it's fine now. I, like, I accept it. I'm okay with it, you know? Uh, of course, there's a lot of things that I would want to see changed, or, you know, at the very least, go back, and I would love to see that. But, you know what? We can't do that. And uh, that's all there is to it, you know? We just got to, you know, move on. Um, but, I, but I like talking about how things change over time. And my view has changed. I, my perception of the reality of The Last Jedi and its effect on my life yeah has changed uh man dude it's just <sighs> what a world to live in that one movie kind of like defines the generation of star wars uh because after that you also have the rise of skywalker simpler times obviously when the force awakens is out and fam when the force awakens comes out uh, had come out i feel like everybody was really excited there was a lot of criticism for that movie of course, because, oh, well, you know, it's too much like the original. Well, yeah, of course it is. It's the first Star Wars film in a millennia, you know, right? Obviously, I'm joking. It's not actually, but it is a millennia to me. So, yeah, dude, it's gonna be safe because they want you to enjoy it, you know? 
<clears throat> that's why the sequels, I feel like, are better than people that give them credit for because now people want new stuff, original ideas. And I think that's why, ultimately, the sequel trilogy did its job because now people want different stuff. You have The Mandalorian, you have The High Republic, you have all of these Disney Plus Star Wars shows that are going to be coming out. Of course, we got The Book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian I just named, and then of course Kenobi, and then The Acolyte, and then The Bad Batch. You know, they're, they're, like it's, <clears throat> it's perfect. And it's just the start. There's going to be other movies, there's going to be other books, expansions. And that's the thing too, is like, I'm also craving these characters. I Yes, I would love to see Poe again. Heck yes, I want to see Daisley Ridley and, you know, and John Boyega coming back. Let's freaking go. Give me something, you know? Because uh, at the end of the day, I felt like the sequel trilogy needed to disconnect. It, it needed to... It does, in my opinion, the best thing that these movies do is disconnect you slowly from everything else and yes i know a lot of people were like well i wanted to see princess leia and hanzo and luke skywalker team up again you know and do their thing with lando or you know yeah of course um and every single movie someone got their shot you know uh but at the end of the day too it's just like star wars is really about the kids and the newer generation and it stinks to see everybody go because this is the first time in star wars that we've had that you know we had the original trilogy and then we had the prequel trilogies for a whole new characters, right? This is the first time that the Star Wars movies, the Star Wars trilogies, actually extended upon characters going forward, not from a prequel era, right? Not from a past, like chronologically extending into the next iteration of stories. And I think that's where also people are like kind of confused because yeah, this isn't Marvel, you know? This is, this is Star Wars. This is the, one of the most unique and most successful franchises in all of film humanity, right? In all of film history um so yeah it's it's gonna be weird it's gonna be scrutinized and honestly there's uh, we're in uncharted territory no one knows what we're doing no one knows where we're going and uh, at the end of the day too star wars is still trying to identify itself as who it is um so only time is really going to heal that only time is really going to kind of like <clears throat> establish that and i think there's going to be a lot of uh, more pleased fans as time progresses into the reality of what Disney or Star Wars and Lucasfilm is going to be. Um, and I feel like it's making progress. There's a lot of really great things slated um, for 2022 and 2023, and it's really about execution and, the, and that entire process. And I think they've gotten better because outside of uh, The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker, I loved everything. I've loved everything. You know, I think the only thing that I can say that I, that I, I would love to see more of, of course, is video games. But from a movie standpoint, from a creative of live action, I think they're doing fine. They're doing, I think they're doing better than fine. Uh, and I think that as long as we sit here and, and we support Star Wars fam, anything's possible, man. So, so just go out and support what you love. Uh, don't talk about what you don't like. Other people will handle that. And you know what? Just go out there, enjoy it. You know, be ready for these things and the video games. And you know what? If you're if you're all about the Last Jedi, be about it. Talk about it. If you're not about the Last Jedi, don't worry about it. There's other Star Wars movies that you can talk about. And that's why you know what? At the end of the day, Star Wars: The Last Jedi is fine. It's fine. I accept it. It happened. It is what it is. Same thing with the Rise of Skywalker. But that's another podcast, right? <laughs> so, fam. 
Yeah. Ah, oh, man. It's, it's, it's so fun. I love talking about Star Wars. Um, I'm glad you all have enjoyed this segment. If you have any type of, you know, overlapping or, ex or kind of like intertwined thought between what you thought about The Last Jedi and Rogue One uh, and what you thought of think about them now, please let me know in the description. Let me know on Twitter. Again, you can hit me up on YouTube, of course, and you drop down in the comment so we can fight the algorithm together so I can be successful on YouTube because all I want to do is talk about Star Wars for all of you and find more apprentices and acolytes because that is the way it should be, baby. Man. I'm excited. There's a lot of news going around, you know, just because about the Eclipse game and what I told you guys. Um, I'm probably not going to be covering that game. just want to let you know. Um, I'm not really going to talk about it other than that. Uh, I, I don't really believe that I need to, like, talk about it on Twitter and express and use a hashtag. I just, I like speaking with my actions other than anything else. You know, I like doing it correctly because... Uh, there's other things that I want to, you know, bring light to and not support, and I just don't like, uh, how can I say, uh, doing just one little tiny thing, uh, this minimal, uh, you know, the bare minimum, and that is sufficient. That's not what I'm about. I'm, I'm about doing it right, executing it correctly, and being consistent, which is something that I like to do, right? Um, so, on the channel, you're going to see that quite often. Now, Star Wars in general, I love, bam. Um, I just want, I just want it to be successful. I want good things being made so we all can talk about it and all enjoy it, you know? <sighs> I'm excited for Star Wars. I love Star Wars so much, and I love talking about it with all of you. And I hope you all enjoyed it today. From the Dark Temple, visited by Mera Jade, Luke Skywalker, and Kyle Katan, and so many other Force sensitives like yourself. I am Lord Dagavir, and your boy is giving you the knowledge every single day, every podcast, 8 p.m., 7. 8 p.m., Sunday. I don't know why I said 7. Maybe because it's lucky that I met you. Yeah, 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 okay. Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Podcast anywhere you got it, all right? Even YouTube. So if you got the you got the subtitles on there so you don't have to listen to me, you could just read it as well. But hey, anywhere you got, listen to podcasts, Google iTunes, hey, maybe you're a Spotify person or somewhere else, it's all there, everywhere, alright? I'll see you around, thank you so much. Deuces, fam.